the input and output was was massively different. So when I worked out how much weight I gained, I was quite shocked at how quickly that went on. It was like about two pounds a week. Losing weight isn't easy, and some days we can feel like we need some extra help. Welcome to the Weight Loss Warrior podcast, the show where we share inspiring real-life success stories from normal, everyday people like you and I. Listen to how each of our guests managed to overcome their personal challenges to lose the weight they wanted as they talk about the secrets to their success and give great advice that you can benefit from. Become part of our tribe and use the Weight Loss Warrior podcast as your source of motivation and support to help you on your weight loss transformation. And now your host and friend, Carl Radley. Hi everyone and welcome to another episode of the Weight Loss Warrior podcast with me, Carl, your host. Today I am joined by a lady who is UK based but originally from the States and here to tell us her amazing story of weight loss through a slightly different method to what we've had on the show so far. Welcome Britt, how are you? Yeah I'm good thank you Carl, how are you? Yeah I'm doing good and first of all I have to say thank you and I don't mind admitting this on air, we've had a few technical problems today. In, in getting this to work. So I'm just very happy we've managed to now be recording both sides and we can go ahead with the interview. Um, so Britt, tell us a bit about yourself. Right, so um, I'm 38. I'm originally from Chicago, but I live in the Lake District and have been for the last 16 years. Um, yeah, so I have three kids and I started... Um, trying to lose weight and get fit in January of this year okay fantastic thank you very much and um great to hear you know a bit about your background so tell us a little bit because I I believe you've lost is it I want to say 50 pounds is that correct yeah it's I think it's almost like 60 uh I think it's like 55 pounds by now that's really good. Congratulations. Yeah, and and I, I can't wait to find out exactly how you've done that. But yeah. maybe before we get into that, let's let's go back to the beginning. Um, could yeah. you tell us a little bit about your journey with weight and, and yeah. whether it's something that has been a long time problem? Yeah. I don't say problem, but something that you, you know, mm. managed throughout your life or if it's something more recent? Yeah, no. So, um, so a little bit about my family growing up. Um, I was always the like slimmer one of my family, my mom, my dad, and my sister, my brother are always, were always bigger. My parents were always on fad diets, always. I mean, I think we counted as a bit of a joke. And I think they were on like 25 over my lifetime, constantly up and down yo-yo dieting. Um, and, but we never really talked about the exercise and the fitness side. Um, it was just about losing weight and getting to like a goal, a a, a kind of target. Um, so, so yeah, I've kind of grown up in that gain weight, lose weight, gain weight, lose weight mentality. Um, and then I, when I got married, I was slim. And then as you do, you put on weight when you're married because you're comfortable and you're eating more than you would um, when you're dating, probably. And um, and then I had children, two of which are 18 months apart. So my little boy was nine months and I was pregnant with my third. Um, and although I 
lost weight after the pregnancies. I quickly gained it. Um, and then lockdown happened. This is, you know, two years ago, three years ago. And in that period of lockdown, I gained 50 pounds. So a lot of weight. Um, and that's what kind of spurred me to, to look at things differently in January. Okay. So just going, breaking back down a little bit, because it sounds as though growing up, although you were surrounded by your family, you know, your parents who struggled with their weight and they were trying mm. different diets, it sounds mm. as though it was never really an issue for yourself. But no, you... no, it wasn't an issue for me. Although I had, um, I struggled with an eating disorder when I was about 18. Okay. So I kind of went the other way. So where my family were yo-yo dieting and gaining weight at 18, um, I started with an eating disorder. So that was, although um, I always try and explain to people that when you've had an eating disorder in the past or you have a binge, it's the same issue, just a different version of it. Does that make sense? Yeah, I think so. So, I mean, I mean if it's okay to ask. Yeah. The, the eating disorder you had was, was one of wanting to lose weight, if I'm right. Yeah, yes. So it started um, as like a quick quick fix to lose weight um and then it it became a control thing more about being able to control something so although it probably started from the idea of wanting to lose weight um it became more about something I could control okay and just by default of that and again this is me asking questions through yeah. through ignorance more than anything because yeah. I don't know but if you're suffering from anorexia bulimia mm. something you know, but like you say, it's about, for you, it was about being in control. Mm. But but is, is it right to say that there's almost an irony there that the fact that you, you want to be in control, but it it controls you mm. to a certain extent? Absolutely, absolutely. And that that's the really difficult thing. So at first you think you're controlling it. Um, and then you realize as, as it progresses, it's not you controlling, it's you're being controlled. Um, so it's trying to, took me a few years to break that cycle, but I did. Um, and then when I gained weight um, after my children, it was always something that in the back of my mind, I kind of thought, well, that's like an easy fix. If everything else doesn't work, I kind of know that that's there. Um, so it's always, it's, it's a, it's still a massive battle in, in, in your mind, but I found ways to to work through it. Does that make sense? Yeah, it, it makes perfect sense. And I mean, first of all, well done for you for for that part of your journey and being able to break that cycle. And I, I imagine it's inevitable that, that because you know that that was a way to lose weight and something mm. you've been through, mm. it's normal that that would be at the back of your mind. Although it sounds as though you you've being able to control that and, and found other ways to a healthier ways to, to lose. Yes. Weight yes. To, which is fantastic. And so yeah. if, if moving on into when obviously you, you got married and, and you said yeah. that, <laughs> you, 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 I don't think you said you let yourself go, but you, you kind of explained that, you know, you got, Oh no, I totally let myself go. <laughs> yeah. But you're allowed to say that. I'm not allowed to say that. about you. Um, but 
it, I mean, I think it happens to a lot of us, myself included. And uh, I, I blame my mother-in-law's cooking that she started yes. feeding me too much. And uh, <laughs> that's why I gained weight. But I, I think it was just the fact that I let myself go. And um, yeah. I, I think this is something that happens and you get comfortable. And I, I guess for you as well, though, Britt, having children and then having two children so closely together. Yes. That, that puts a toll on your body in, in a number of ways but obviously yeah. with a weight gain that comes with that and then not having mm. the opportunity really to to do much before you had your third child no and then how soon before covid was that or the lockdown from so, having your, your third child yeah so Ren, so my youngest is seven so she was just in reception so four she was four when when lockdown, when we, we went into the whole weird COVID thing in the UK, it was in March and she was turning five in the April. Um, but all, I was already, um, yeah, probably towards my heaviest for a while. And then lockdown happened and I'm a private carer and my job literally overnight just went and just completely flipped so what I was doing in the day with all my private clients I was having to do in the evening and home educating my three children during the day so I was home educating three different years and reception year two and a fourth grader with dyslexia during the day and then I was going out in the evening to work so that was a really that that's that was a really stressful time. It sounds like. Um, and because I was home with the children and we were, and I love cooking, um, I was just cooking loads and eating more. <laughs> so inevitably over that time, and also drinking, drink was a massive thing during lockdown for us. It was amazingly beautiful. And um, my husband would come home or I would come home after work and we would just drink. So not only was I eating way more, but I was drinking a lot more. Yeah. Um, and so, oh, yeah. Sorry. No, no. And then, so yeah, 50 pounds went on quickly. Not not like, not slowly, very quickly. And I think it's something uh, I can completely relate to that. And uh, I, I don't know if you, I think I mentioned it on one of the earlier episodes, but I lost my job just before lockdown. Two weeks before lockdown, I lost my job, oh, no. um, unfortunately. And drinking was one of those things where I, I started off, mm you know uh, well maybe in the afternoon i'll have a beer because i can and you know, i haven't, haven't got a job to go to or worry about mm. and mm. But it just become especially during summertime as it got warmer and living in spain it'd be like okay a few beers every evening nothing mm. crazy and I, I don't think it developed into like a compulsion to want to get drunk but it was no. just the additional calories of having mm. four beers a day it yes. adds up and if your body's yes. and you're doing less exercise i mean it sounds like your, your job as a private care you're probably quite active and on your feet by default. i am but yeah i am but um obviously the amount i was consuming and what i was out like the input and output was was massively different so mm -hmm. um so yeah it was quite when i worked out how much weight i gained i i was quite shocked at how quickly that went on it was like about two pounds a week okay and the thing is as well though if you continue to eat if, if you are in a, a calorie surplus there and you know it, 
it can be a shock how quickly it can add up mm. but if you change your style of eating during lockdown you said you were cooking and eating more and yes. drinking more that yes. extra two pounds a week if you get into that routine of just even maintaining you don't have to con- consistently eat more than you did the week before you just have to eat no. more than eat. your body needs on a regular exactly. basis and then it gains exactly so we were one of the things I did with my children was we would pick a country and I made them each like little individual passports. And, and so we traveled the world over lockdown and they would choose a country and we would go to that country for a week and I would cook all my recipes um, from that country. And so we ate a lot of fried, <laughs> a lot of fried food and, and all sorts of things that I, we wouldn't normally eat. Um, so yeah, all those kinds of, indulgent meals just added up very quickly of course it's a great idea as well it's a really nice idea to do that with your children and uh i I think that's great it's a a good idea and um, but like you say though just the the whole thing of lockdown and everybody's normal routines were thrown out of the Mm, window and so things were done differently and so yeah so you gained 50 pounds the long and short of it is you gained 50 pounds during lockdown yeah and you said you were already heavier than you had been previously due to yeah. you know having three children in total yes. but two very close together so yes. you've arrived at this stage where you've worked out that you've, you've gained 50 pounds in lockdown yes. and what, what was your next step what was there a, a defining moment for you or was it a build-up of things that made you yeah. decide okay this is it I need to make a change yeah absolutely so um so previous to this time I had tried and I've tried every diet um, or I felt like I've tried every diet. And then um, the year before I thought, Oh, I'll try this Joe Wicks and I'll give it a go. And I was, I wasn't as heavy as I was when I started in this January, but I was, it was, I found it really hard. So I quit after six weeks. I, I had enough and just went back to old ways and, and then lockdown happened. Um, but Three years ago, so before lockdown, my sister was 38 and she tragically died. And this year I was turning 38. So I just turned 38 in May. And I just decided that that was a massive reason. I always say you have to find your why. And that was one of my whys was um, I wanted to be fit for when I was 38 because my sister never um yeah died when she was 38 um and the sec the second thing was um I got COVID at Christmas so I started in so yeah COVID at Christmas 2021 and I ended up with a blood clot on my chest and that again was another thing I thought right that was really scary um it was a really scary time it happened really quickly after a meal my husband and I had eaten um ended up in hospital and was on blood thinners and that kind of was the shock moment I think for me so my sister that and also the fact that I was sitting on the couch one day with my husband we were watching tv and I went to get up and I actually found it really effortful that I made like a sound to get up off my couch and I think that was just enough for me. I, those three things were kind of the big catalyst for me to change. Well, 
Well, first of all, let me just say how sorry I am to hear about your sister. Oh, thank you. That must have and probably still is a very difficult thing to to ever have to go through. So, um, I will say, yeah. I mean, if there is any positive to take out of it, Bo, that you you've used that to look after your own health. Um, yeah, absolutely. So credit to you for that. Thank you. And then obviously the blood clot, and that's that's a big concern. And and whether mm. or not it was related to being overweight or not I'm not sure if you know for sure but no it starts to then play on your mind would it have happened had you been in better shape absolutely and how absolutely. can you prevent it happening again in the yeah. future yeah and obviously being a, a healthy weight and looking after yourself is is a clear way of of achieving that yes and, and then on the couch you said you you, you made a noise like, was it like a, an effort like a I don't want to say a grunt but that kind yes of, it was yeah. a grunt okay. <laughs> totally um it was and and I actually remember like looking at my husband as if to say like did that actually come from me getting off our couch I like to think that the couch was just really low but it um, sounds like a low couch <laughs> yeah but um, I haven't made that sound since, so um, I'm gonna I'm gonna say it was me. But yeah, it was. Um, that was a, a kind of like all those things were just enough, really. Okay. And so then that was you, you, and you turned 38 this May. Is that right? I did. I turned 38 May 15th. Actually, so that was yeah. your that was your target to to reach. So, yeah, so my target, I didn't actually ever set myself a goal weight, um, because I knew that was quite dangerous. I just set myself little mini targets and one of them was to be as fit as I could be by my birthday. Fantastic. Well done. So you'd made that decision and then you said you tried different diets in the past and obviously I'm I'm sure having an eating disorder when you were younger is is Mm. part of the thinking process about how you're going to do this as well. Mm -hmm. I, I just would imagine that would be part of it. Yeah. So what was your next step? What what? How did you get to the decision of the way that you would lose weight and, and become fitter? Yeah, so um, weirdly, because of my job and lockdown, we didn't see friends, did we? So um, I ran into a friend and she looked amazing. And I just asked her what she did. And she said she was doing this um, Joe Wicks 90-day plan. And I think at the time I was actually drinking a beer when I saw her. And I thought that's a little bit ironic that I'm asking her about her fitness when I'm drinking a lager. Um, And so anyways, she left and I thought, right, I'm just going to have a look at this. And obviously Joe had started the um, PE with Joe during lockdown. I think I did one and with the kids and I was like, okay, yeah, I'm not doing that. Um, And so I just, I don't even think I told my husband. I just secretly went downstairs at like midnight, signed up on my, on the laptop to this 90 day plan, paid the fee. I don't even remember what it was now. And I just started, it was, it was a typical like, um, new year's resolution, right? So everyone signs up to the gym on the 2nd of January or first or whatever first. And I was like, I think it was the 6th of Jan. I purposely didn't want to start on the first because I knew I would, it was just setting myself up for failure. So I, I started a few days after. And um, yeah, I just started with his workouts. And um, and it was hard, really hard. So I knew I wanted something 
different to just eating and losing weight. I wanted to eat well and also get my body strong. And, and that's how it started. So that was, yeah, the 6th of Jan. Okay. And, and for anyone who's listening and is not familiar with Joe Wicks, he, I think, is the, the person who founded Body Coach. Is that yes. correct? Yes, he and is. Uh-huh. He's got a, a huge following on Instagram. He's, mm-hmm. you know, your, your go-to person for anything diet, fitness related. And mm-hmm. the Body Coach app is his product. And yes. I believe, I mean, I'll ask you because I'm not so familiar with it myself. But as I understand, it's a, it's a program that you can follow, not necessarily in the gym. You can do it from home. Is that right? Yeah. So I've done all my all my workouts um, at home in my bedroom, funny enough, just in my bedroom because it's the only room with a lock and I can lock my kids out. Um, and so that's where I do it in my bedroom. And I've always done it. Um, and I am 10 months in and I'm still doing it. That's great. And and you share that on your Instagram as well, don't you? Some of your workouts and the things yes. you do. Yes. Yes. So what what I think's fantastic, Britt, is the fact that you've you've done this essentially on your own. You you had a an objective and mm. you decided, you know, you'd do it from home. If I could ask, had you considered joining it? And the reason I ask is because it's it's one of the most popular clubs of, of people I've interviewed so far something like Slimming World or Weight Watchers is it something you considered or was it just not really something you were interested in no so I had done Slimming World before and Weight Watchers um okay. but I think for me what was happening was I was constantly in a like I just felt like I was in a diet cycle all the time so I'd lose weight gain it lose weight gain it I don't think I was doing it properly um I know Slimming World works brilliantly for some people and Weight Watchers um I think I got a little bit out of control with the carbs. Um, I'm not sure, but so I have done Slimming World and Weight Watchers in the past. Um, and so this was, I think, I think the thing that I was missing the most out of all the things, all the diets I've done and with um, my bulimia was the fitness side. That was the side that I never thought I could do. Everyone else could do it, but me, that was always in my mentality. And I wanted to prove to myself that I could do it. Um, I knew I could lose weight. I think anyone can lose weight um, if you put your mind to it. I think for me, I wanted to get over that mental barrier I had that I couldn't do exercise or I, I would fail at it or I wouldn't stick to it. And that's that was a really big thing for me. Okay, so your your transformation and, and your 50 50- We'll say 55 because you said yeah. you're somewhere between yeah. 50 and 60. You're 55. Yeah, I was 185 and I'm 125 now. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's amazing. So well done. And, but it sounds as though this journey and this transformation then was primarily led more by fitness and focusing on exercise mm. as, as your main trigger. And then, but obviously we know how important the diet is as well. So yes. you, you found Joe Wicks. You had yes. your program sorted from an exercise yes. standpoint. Uh-huh. But what what had you decided to do about your diet to, to go in parallel with this? With that. So with Joe, you can do his food food plan. So he provides you with all your workouts, all your meal plans. Um, and when I signed up to the 90-day plan, I got like a whole file of what I all the exercises I was to do and the food over the three cycles. So it's broken up into three groups of 30 days, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So cycle one, two, three. Um, But I followed, I ended up realizing that I knew that for some reason I would struggle to stick 
with the meal side. So I adapted it to myself and just made sure I was in a calorie deficit. So I was eating less calories than, than what I, um, than what I was eating. Does that make sense? So, so I would follow his principles. So if I worked out on a day, I would have two carb meals um, but I would track my calories. So that was a really big thing for me. So a little bit like Weight Watchers and Slimming World, but you don't have points. You track it yourself. Okay. And so that was, so I, I adapted the meals to suit my family. Uh, but, but, but still had control of the calories you were yes, consuming yourself. Absolutely. Uh-huh. So, so you then, and, and cause I'm, again, because I'm not familiar with, with Joe's yes. program so much. It sounds like he gives you the recipes and the suggestions and absolutely you had your calorie target for the day, which was below what you needed for your body, which yes. puts you in a mm-hmm. deficit. And then yep. from there you adapted the meals. So the family could eat them as well, but you were tracking absolutely. your, your protein and carbs and were you tracking, yes. were you tracking those or just the overall calories? Oh no, I don't track any macros. No, not into okay. that. That's too much hard work. Um, so Tell I was just it. tracking, <laughs> I was just tracking the calories. So, um, now I track my protein, but when I first started, it was all about the calories. So I just, I went on to Google and I put in, um, it's called a TDEE calculator. Mm-hmm. I put in my height, my weight, my age, blah, blah, blah. And, um, and it told me how many calories I should aim for a day. And so I just stuck to that um, and then adapted his meals to suit my, our family. Got you. So TDE calculators, again, for yes. people, and the reason I, I know a bit about this is because this is, I, I, I used one for my own weight loss. And this, and I, th- I don't know if it's a, a total daily energy expenditure. Yes, is that, you're right. Oh, it there is. You go. So it five is. points. Yeah. So basically, yeah. that calculator looks at, as Britt said, your height, your weight. It looks at your activity level, and yes. it, you don't have so many options. So it's basically, are you sat in front of a desk all day? Are you active, going to the gym more mm. than a few times a week, or are you mm. very active? And you base it on that, and it gives you an amount of calories that you should be cons- your body needs on a daily basis so then you can adjust it you can go one way or the other if you're looking to gain weight you increase your calorie to put you in a surplus or you decrease it to put you in a deficit and so then you have that target and the total and it's a little bit trial and error and obviously it changes throughout your journey yes because as you weigh less your body needs less calories yes um or or sometimes you can find you actually need more because you're gained you've gained muscle and your body needs fat so the fact that you've said you've moved on to, to tracking your protein as well is especially with the level of fitness that you're doing, I think is yeah. an important next step. So, yes. so that's really yeah. good. And um, so it sounds as though you, you found that plan that worked for you, that allowed yes. you to exercise. Mm-hmm. It allowed you to create meals that you could also enjoy with your family. So you weren't isolating yourself at dinner time or creating even more work for yourself because that's another thing no. that can be challenging. Yes, absolutely. And then you got to your birthday in May. Yeah. And how did you feel? Yeah, I felt brilliant. Um, so weirdly, my husband and I have the same birthday, except he's three years older. Um, and so <laughs> I'm sure you're quick to tell everybody that. Aren't I you? yeah, I do. I always <laughs> remind remind them I'm not the same age. Um, but yeah, I, I did. I felt great because by that time I had just I was just in my last. I no, I remember I postponed my birthday because <laughs> I had like two weeks left on the 90 day plan. Um, and I'll just put it out there. I actually misread, which is not surprising if 
if anybody knows me, um, the, the file. So I did six weeks of each cycle. So cycle one, I did six weeks and then cycle two and cycle three. And it's actually only supposed to be four. <laughs> so I actually over, um, did the 90 day plan more than 90 days. I should note, but, um, so I had two weeks left. So I actually postponed my birthday so I could finish and celebrate this goal that I, I had set myself. Um, so yeah, it was brilliant. Fantastic. And and so you arrived, obviously, so although you delayed your birthday and you didn't need to because you'd done more <laughs> yeah. than you should have, um, it worked out well. And and you arrived, yeah, arrived at that celebration at the end of that 90-day cycle in the best shape yes. that you were. Yes. And then, yeah, so I, I, I kind of didn't know what to do next. That was a bit of a thing. I thought, okay, so my goal was to get to my birthday. I've done that. Now what? So I signed up um, to the Body Coach app. So I wasn't using the app for the first um, few months because I was doing um, this particular plan that I don't think he actually does anymore. And then I I started the app. Um, And then then I've just kind of built on that since June. And now we're October. So, yeah, I've just progressed over time. That's really good. And and so for now, what, what are your current objectives then? Because this is something that before you answer, just because it's something that comes up a lot, that people are so focused on losing weight. And when they actually achieve that goal, it can actually be quite... In fact, I, I just shared mm. today, I don't know if you're familiar with James Smith, PT, but... Yes, yeah, of course I am. The guy's amazing. And so he was saying today how when he reached a million followers he'd built it up that it was going to be the most amazing day of his life and you know they they'd worked so hard to get it but he felt deflated and he felt like hollow is the word he used mm. and this really resonated with me from some of the conversations I've had with people that they meet they reach their goal and I think it was Joe who I spoke to who said it that there's the risk of it becoming an anti-climax mm. once it, once you arrive at it and mm. from a, a business standpoint at least you know in my career my, my proper job we're always taught that it's very important to always have goals so Mm. that you never find yourself at that moment where you've got nothing to work towards. Absolutely. Yeah. So what did you set yourself then after you'd lost the weight that you wanted to? So weirdly, I never got to the weight I wanted to in June. So I never set myself a goal weight. Mm -hmm. Um, I had, I bought it myself a dress that I wanted to fit in. Um, and so that was a really big, um, thing for me. But I kind of celebrated little goals along the way. So I would say to myself, right, in at the end of the month, I'm going to go get my nails done. Or at the end next this month, I'm going to get my hair done. Or um, I'm going to buy something new. I, so that's kind of what kept me going. All those little mini things I kept setting myself. I knew that a goal weight wouldn't work for me because um, – because I think as women, we're so obsessed with a certain number. And if we don't see that number in the scale, we get, oh, just whatever. Well, I'm just going to have a chocolate bar. I'm going to just eat out. I'm going to drink that bottle of wine, whatever. Mm-hmm. So I tried not to focus um, on a, a goal weight. Um, and I actually don't really have a goal now. I know that sounds a bit odd. But um, I think for me, it was always to just keep getting stronger and um, yeah, I've always been my own. I've tried not to compare myself to anybody else, but compare myself to myself. Am I stronger than I was a month ago? Um, can I lift heavier? Can I 
hit my protein? Can I drink more water? Those kind of things, those little things for me. So I'm only just recently hit a goal weight, if you want to say that, maybe two weeks ago. Um, and But that's taken 10 months to get to there. Okay, but uh, I think the goals don't, and, and you've, you've just mentioned some really, really great points there, but I think are so important. First of all, non-scale victories. So yes. buying yourself a dress, then rewarding yourself with things that are not food related. And this was something yeah. that the the amazing Steph on one of the episodes said that, you know, you're not a dog, don't reward yourself with food. And yeah. it's so true. So it sounds as though you would actually choose the things you described there, getting your hair done, getting your nails done. They were things to kind of celebrate the person you'd become from a, an aesthetic point of view. To make yes. yourself. So when you look in the mirror, it kind of like finishes the, you know, compliments the work you've been doing. Mm. And so that's a really good thing. And you're right that it's very easy to become obsessed with a number and the scales. Mm. And the targets that you've just mentioned, I think, are absolutely incredible. Like, you know, am I stronger than last month? Um, mm. you know, and, and things like that, I, I think, of a way to make it sustainable. Mm. Because you know, you, you'll probably reach a point where you're not stronger than the month before, but that journey of getting stronger every month and focusing mm. on your fitness, you, you're not even worried necessarily what, what the number on the scale says, because you know that with a good diet, with the exercise that you're doing, yeah, you're just winning. There's nothing bad that can come of that. And also, I think for me, I've learned throughout this whole process, and I think um, this is where women really need to change our mindset, is that my weight is going to fluctuate easily five pounds. Like I could go on the, the other day, for example, I stood on the scales and I was eight stone 13 and like a day and a half later, I was nine stone three. Now, before I would have started this, that would have absolutely thrown me. Um, but I just knew that it was water, that it was food. Maybe I had a bit more salt. Maybe I had a bit more carbs the day before and I'm back down to, down to that weight again. So for me, the whole weighing scale and getting to a goal weight, just, I needed to get my mind away from that. And it was the other thing um, that's been a really big thing for me is I've had really good support from um, friends and one in particular who has been brilliant in helping me, um, in encourage me. So one of the things I wanted to do was start running. Now I never thought I could run. I always looked at runners and thought, how could they ever enjoy that? Or like, why would you ever want to run? Um, and now I, I run, I just decided one day I'm going to put my trainers on and do it. Um, and it's actually something I've really, really enjoyed doing and I've en entered a race actually in December. So I'm training for that, but good for you. Yeah. So I think those, those things are, um, really important to, to remember that, that our bodies are always fluctuating. And so if you get focused on a, on a number, then I think you lose the bigger picture because you're so focused on something that can fluctuate so, so much depending on loads of things. And, and that's just one thing I wanted to touch on. And, and I wasn't sure if you said women specifically, if you were talking more from a biological point of view of, you know, having your period and how that can affect yes. your body yeah yeah and yeah that's the thing but what i will say is 
but this is something that affects not the period type but the, the affects men as well having fluctuations mm. in their weight because mm. i know full well that i can uh, on a monday weigh myself after a weekend if i haven't been as tight to my routine as i normally would be and then by <laughs> wednesday i could have lost two kilos yeah and yeah, i know absolutely. and it, like you said it's about accepting and knowing that it's water weight it's yeah. not you haven't gained fat. two kilos of fat. It's not fat. No, no, not at all. Like, like I think, I think that's the thing. As women, we stand, or men, you know, and men, we stand on the scale and we're like, oh, oh my goodness, I've gained three pounds. Um, and then you think about it, you get off the scale, and it's really, it, it totally plays with your mind. Absolutely. Um, and and I think that's why, I, Joe Wicks from the very beginning says, don't step on that sad step. And and for me, that's exactly what the scales are. It's just the sad step. It doesn't make you feel good at all. I've or never if it does, it, it makes you the sad step. Before. Yeah, it's the sad step. And and so I, when I started with Joe in January, I decided I wasn't going to step on that on on um, the scales. Only I think it was like once a month I did, um, because I didn't want that to, I didn't want the scales to have so much power over how I felt about myself. No, and not only that, when you are exercising and looking to get stronger as i mentioned earlier with with muscle mm. gain and and it becomes very very counterintuitive because you, you don't know whether or not you're doing something right or not so obviously you can measure your body fat percentage which is a, a one thing you could do but it sounds as though you you got into a good balance of doing things trusting the process and just enjoying it as well and exactly before, and also i yeah sorry no no go on i was just gonna say before we carry on before i forget um, yeah. You mentioned you just started running, which is yes. fantastic. Good for you. And there's two people that I don't know if you follow them on Instagram or not, but um, one lady, she has lost, uh, I don't know exactly how much weight she's lost, but she, she looks fantastic and, and very different to when she, before she started her journey, but she's also started running. Her name is Nicola uh, and her Instagram is Nicola underscore gets underscore slim. And okay. she's just completed her first half marathon, I think. And it's so nice. I don't know her as such, but just to see that she's come that far and now she's just completed such a major thing like that is fantastic. And she, I don't know if she's trained with that person, but there's another guy called Steve who was the second guest on my show. Um, it's Steve's life. I think his Instagram is, and he has completely transformed his life and started running to the point now where yeah. he does marathons. So um, yeah. I'll share that with you, but I'll also put it in the show notes for everybody else, because if you're, getting into running um they're two people i would definitely recommend you follow yeah oh that's brilliant and what were you gonna say sorry Britt. oh i don't remember now don't worry <laughs> okay no problem well I, I think we're getting to a point now where we're gonna have to start wrapping up anyway um yeah, yeah, yeah. so what i wanted to ask you then as, as i always do is if you have any advice for somebody who's either wanting to start a journey or is currently on a journey of losing weight yeah so i guess my biggest um piece of advice would be to find your reason, like to find your why, because for me, um, that's what kept me going. It wasn't the dress. It wasn't a goal weight for me. It was the reasons why I began doing what I was doing. Um, and, and it doesn't have to be something really tragic. Um, like it was in my case, it was, it can, it can be anything, but I think if you find your reason, you'll stick to it because motivation is what gets you started. But consistency is what keeps you going. And I think that's, yeah, 
That's really important. And to not delay, just start tomorrow, start today, whatever. But get started. Yeah. And and regarding consistency, uh, that is something else. You know, use that motivation when you when you need it to get started. That that's what mm. gets the ball rolling. But that consistency yeah. and discipline will take you forward on the days where you don't fancy it. And absolutely. Usually at the end of it, you're glad that you did it and you feel a lot better for it. But yes. just relying on motivation alone, I've proved to myself is not enough. So you No, have to, it's not. <laughs> you have to sometimes just, you know, grit your teeth and, and, and get on with it. And get but it done. Yeah. If, at least getting started though, that's I think the the biggest thing for a lot of people. Abs- yeah, absolutely. Listen, Britt, it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you. Thank you so much, first of oh, all, for helping us get through the, the tech issues that we had to be able to record this episode, but also for sharing your story because it's one that I think the fact that you've really invested in yourself as much as you have um, is to be admired. So, so well done to you. Oh, thank you so much for having me. It's been great. You're very welcome. And I'm very pleased to say you are now our latest weight loss warrior. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> thank you so much. Take care of yourself. Alright, thanks. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye. I'd also like to say a big thank you to you, our listeners. I appreciate you joining us at the Weight Loss Warrior podcast and would love that you become part of our tribe. If you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe to our podcast to never miss a new Weight Loss Warrior tell their story. We share brand new episodes every single Monday and Thursday and hope that you join us next time. You can also find us on Instagram, where we share great tips and advice on how you can lose weight in a safe and sustainable way. Simply search for Weight Loss Warrior Podcast and follow us today. Remember, be kind to yourself and keep looking forward. You can achieve your goals.